Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with... Coach Kyle, and I'm fired up for this Thursday episode. This is a fun one. Kyle got inspired. He was in the gym on his notepad the other day looking around. I I told Kyle, it's kind of the time of year, unfortunately, where you do see a lot of tomfoolery in the gym. Normally, I don't pay much mind to other people, but oftentimes when it gets busy and people are on machines you need, you're like, oh... I want a bench and there's like this one girl with like she literally has 10 different sets of dumbbells on this one bench and I think it's totally okay like I get people are learning not everyone knows everything but within seeing these things like we've really realized that people are making some mistakes they might not know about these mistakes and we really want to use this as an opportunity to educate all of you on how to see better results faster and you might be blown away by some of these because there's a great chance you're making a few of these and i'm going to start with the first one here which is taking too short or too long rest periods nowadays i've noticed it is usually the two short people that are getting the most hurt our one friend we like to bring him up when he comes to the gym with us he'll get itchy because in between sets he'll be ready to go a lot before me and kyle But what you have to understand, once we've worked longer, I'm pretty aware of what my failure rate is. I could easily be at that 9 or 10% intensity, and with that, I need to take a break. A good example of this is if I'm out doing sprints with Kyle and I'm sprinting hard, I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to be out of breath. Whereas if Kyle doesn't sprint often, he comes out with me and he doesn't actually sprint hard, and he just goes for a little jog or a little walk. He'll get to the same point as me and technically be doing the same distance, but he'd be able to keep doing that way faster than me, but that intensity isn't there. So if you're not bringing the intensity in your workout, you're going to get this desire to constantly be doing things, to be doing supersets. Even we saw someone benching, they finished their bench, they probably had 10 to 20 more reps in the tank, and then they went right into a dip. And me and Kyle were communicating with each other how much better results they'd get doing a hard set of bench, taking the rest, letting themselves build the muscle, building the expertise, building the strength, and then revisiting that after a reasonable rest time. And we're not saying to take forever here, but we're saying to take the time you need to perform another set at a very similar intensity and capacity. So actually taking longer is better. And I saw a reel on this recently, and it was just someone showing a photo of their physique in bad lighting saying 60 second rest and then they showed another one with like a a minute and a half to two minutes rest and just them looking insane so case in point you need to train hard enough to earn your rest if you're not working to a good RAR or reps and reserve or RPE uh, rate of perceived exhaustion or just the easiest way to understand is intensity so if it's not like an eight out of ten intensity when you're done that set you're leaving a lot of results on the table you're not going to be putting on as much muscle and you're not going to need that rest and you're just going to end up moving around the gym burning a ton of calories not actually building your body and your physique now on the other side i see a lot of people who will rest five ten minutes i've seen people just who will go to their phone they'll take forever you're waiting for the machine it's brutal they'll go have a conversation with someone it can be really tough and especially for us being a lifetime now it's more of a club and there's a lot of people in there that Everyone knows everyone. Even me, I feel like I know 100 people in there now. And it's very easy to fall into a trap of a five-minute conversation, a 10-minute conversation. And that'll really eat the ebbs and flows of your workout. So it's really important you make it intense. You make it intentional. You're trying to increase your weights over time. And that's where even keeping track of your weights can actually help you do this better. So this is a big one. That's why I want to pop off on it first. Uh, Hopefully that was helpful. That's number one. The thing I'll say is there's a big difference between working out and training. Now, some people may be like, what the heck is the difference? Working out, if you're there for 
for a couple hours, if you're there to chill, if you're there to go through the motions and you just want to, you know, feel good, like that's awesome. But my biggest mission is to just really get to the next level, to really push, to get stronger, to become the best version of myself, to just get real results, which I know a lot of you, like if you're going to the gym, you want to start to see that meaningful change. You don't want to just show up for the next five years and be like, well, I feel okay, but like I haven't seen any changes, right? So that's the biggest thing here is like with these tips, it'll really help you take things to another level, which I know all of you here are ready to do with this new year. And that brings me perfectly into number two, which is just not doing enough of the hard movements. Like very often it's so, so easy, uh, to just go in there and just do some bicep curls, to do a couple light chest flies, you know, to just do the, the simple stuff that just like, I guess you could say kind of pumps you up that just helps you go through the motions. Right. And I've been there. Like I remember years and years ago when I wasn't following a routine, I'd just be like, Oh, well I'll just do the easy stuff today. But now that I'm following a dedicated routine that Josh put together here, you know, when we show up, like we just had to show up and do some deadlifts 405 and Josh was doing uh four 75 and like that was in the program. So we got to get it done. I didn't want to do it, but we did it right. So a lot of the times getting to that next level and really seeing that meaningful change is doing the harder stuff. And it's just not, you know, doing the easy quad extensions with lightweight, like not to hate on some, some of these specific movements, but the biggest movements such as the bench press with heavier weights, you know, the barbell squat or some sort of squat substitution, um, deadlifts, like all these amazing things, you know, pull-ups, heavy rows, like these these things produce amazing change. And I see so many people just walk in, do some crunches, do a couple specific things. And that's not to hate, but just to, as an observation as to how people can get better results. Cause I'm always looking for new ways to improve and program and all that great stuff. So I see a lot, right? So that's going to be number two, make sure to do the hard movements. That's what produces the best change possible. And number three is just complicating a workout for no reason at all. So I mentioned before just the concept of needing to superset everything. Like more is not better in that sense. More volume is not necessarily better than intentional volume. And that's why usually when people first go to a trainer, the trainer will bring them in. They'll actually push them close to like an actual hard like perceived exhaustion, like a, like a 9 out of 10 difficulty. And the reason, sorry, I'm stumbling there is there's three scales. I like RIR. So RIR is reps in reserve. So it's how many reps are left in the tank. So a lot of the times you should be aiming for an RIR two or one. Zero would be absolute failure. So one would be if I had a gun to your head and I said, keep going till you only have one left. People would be amazed they could probably do like five more. And really learning this scale is super, super effective. And I like to use it because I find it's the easiest. RPE is better used in my opinion for like singles and powerlifting and that's after you can kind of gauge the intensity of it and that's kind of the scale i'm using and for me i think my scale is the simplest version which is what was that difficulty was it at least maybe like an eight or nine difficulty and i think it's the easiest for people to understand so we'll keep referencing that one but case in point you'll get a lot more from really just learning and doing a good quality set not doing unnecessary supersets not needing to do drop sets not needing to do a million different sets with very short rest periods aim for that quality. And that's where I said, if someone came in, I guarantee you, I could destroy you harder than you ever have for legs by just doing like leg press lunges. And let's just say like Romanian deadlifts, like doing those at a proper intensity with controlled negatives, good forms, good contractions, like it will wreck you. And that's where less is oftentimes more And the really advanced lifters. You'll see the quality and intensity brought in every set. And that's why I love those motivational videos because it really makes you realize, okay, there's more than just doing a million supersets and drop sets and pyramid sets. And these things are fun and they have their role and they have their purpose. 
But in general, you should be aiming for quality. Even today, I was watching a video of this one gentleman, Mike Isretel. He's fantastic as well. And I loved his shirt because it said no bad reps. We're so easy to follow, really fill our workout full of junk volume, just bad quality, things that aren't gonna move the needle, that aren't gonna help us put on muscle. So instead say every rep, every set, is gonna be quality, it's gonna be great, and you'll see such better results. Honestly, like I think just the supersetting and the quick rest periods, all that stuff, a lot of it stems from those boot camp type, type classes. I'm not even gonna get into that, but a lot of times those are good for like helping you move, but not really helping you with overload and helping you see like meaningful change to your body composition, which once again, I assume most of you are here to be like, Hey, I'm ready to see that change this year versus just, you know, burning some calories. But, um, honestly that brings me into number four. This is something that happens very often. And it's just not exactly a tip for working out, but more so just for getting yourself to the gym because I find, and that, and what I'm going to get at here is just a lot of times people just aren't consistent enough in the gym and going only when life is perfect, only when the situation is perfect, when the timing is great. Um, when your body's like feeling a hundred percent, you're not tired, you're not sore. Like a lot of times you just have to get yourself there. No matter how you're feeling, detach yourself from the emotions, create a systematized, I guess just a great time to go and show up every single day at that same time, not seven days a week, but you know, five times a week at least. And that's where I think so many people struggle. And I have conversations, especially getting into the, you know, new year. I've had some people say, Hey, I just want to be more consistent this year. Like I found, you know, there'll be one week on one week off, you know, when life gets hard, you'll be one month on one month off. And my biggest thing for you here is just be consistent as possible. Show up like the person that's consistent will always, always, always be the person who just finds excuses and, uh, you know, never shows up. So of course these tips are great. You know, just really pushing yourself with intensity, um, not resting too long, not resting too short, but you really just have to make Make sure you show up and put your best foot forward and that alone will produce the best change possible on top of all these amazing other tips. Yeah, next up is just really overemphasizing cardio. So cardio is great and I know there's a reason there's more cardio machines often than strength training equipment in the gym. That's because it's what we know. When we do cardio, you sweat, you burn calories, you can literally feel that like just that amazing feeling of endorphins, feeling like the fat's melting off your body. But the negative with cardio is it's very hard to actually get a net positive from cardio because what most people will do is they'll do a bunch of cardio, which will actually make them hungrier and they'll end up eating more food and they'll end up exactly where they were. And cardio isn't gonna change the composition of your body, it's not gonna build your muscle, it's not gonna change, as I mentioned, that composition, which is everything, and that's where we're gonna get more of that merit from strength training. So to the question of should you do cardio or strength training first, always strength training, good intentional strength training. There's a reason why you see people that may be horrible with their diet. You might know a few guys who just are, they lift consistently, but they still look good. They have muscle mass, big shoulders, big chest, everything, maybe a little bit of a stomach, but their nutrition's horrible, but they're lifting. That's the beauty of a physique you'll get there. Whereas from just doing a ton of cardio, you will kind of unfortunately build out that skinny fat look because you're not building that muscular ability and that just ability to have shape to your body, to have confidence, to have strength. And that's where like strength training is so, so important. And and then obviously you can pair the two of them and that can be really beneficial. So always do what your priority is first. If you're a marathoner, do your running first, then you're lifting because you want to get better at your main thing. Um, and it'll actually take away some capacity to do the second thing once you've done the first thing. But a common trap is people come in, 
They'll do like 30 minutes of cardio, they'll lift for 10 minutes and they'll call it a day. Instead, you should be really focusing on intense lifting. Any extra cardio can be good. But most importantly, if you really wanna lose fat, it's not so much cardio you need to do. Cardio is great for aerobic capacity, it's great for heart health, all these amazing things, but you should more so be fixated on how much you're eating, your calories, eating well, then cardio can be another tool you can use on top of that to lose fat. Absolutely. And before I jump into number six, I know a lot of you are ready to get to the next level. You want to see that meaningful change. Like I've said right now, we're actually looking to take on a few people who are ready to get to the next level and who want to see that meaningful change this year. If you're struggling, if you just want that extra support, all you have to do is send us a message with the keyword real results to our Instagram, which is Colossus fit C O L O S S U S F I T will help you with your training. We put together a customized approach based off of where you're at, where your photos are at, all that great stuff. And we also, once again, help you with the accountability, all that great stuff. And we'll put together an amazing package for you that will just get you some guaranteed results because we do have a guarantee with our coaching. So we can't wait to help some of you awesome people. So make sure to send us a a message with the keyword real results. Uh, But with that being said, number six here, I know Josh has mentioned it a little bit in terms of like really pushing yourself with the weights used, but I see very often, and I've actually been guilty of this, so I'll call myself out here, is just not progressing with the weights that you're using and just using the same weight forever. So not, not on every single exercise you're going to be going up and that's not exactly the purpose, but I will say like my little tip here, once I started using a tracking app, it's been amazing because it's just held me accountable. So I see, you know, a specific friend of mine who just goes in and has the same weight on the bench press for the same reps, the same sets and just uses that. And that's essentially what, what it is. And it's very hard to essentially get overload and just to really help push yourself and you have a lot of self limitations because you're like, that's exactly what I can use. And that's what I'm comfortable with. Whereas a lot of times having that ability to know how many reps you have in the tank, like Josh was saying, um, as well as just like the, the work ethic to push forward and like push heavier weights. Uh, obviously you have to do it sparingly and make sure that you have a spotter make sure that, you know, you're in a safe environment and all that great stuff, uh, is something important to consider. But even myself, like now that I've been keeping track, I'll notice these things where I'm like, Oh, last week I was using 87.5 kg. Let me toss on one of these little add on things. Let's push it up 2.5 pounds or, you know, 2.5 kg or whatever it is, something small. And it's allowed me to overload without, feeling like I'm just doing everything at once. And I think a lot of times just because people don't use um, tracking mechanisms and they kind of just go off of feel, um, it's very easy to just do, when you go off of feel, it's very easy to just do the easiest stuff. Like even just before how I was, I was saying for the workouts, you just go in and if you're not following a routine, you just do biceps and abs, that's it, right? Same with if you're not keeping track of your weights and pushing yourself there, you'll just go off of feel, which you never wanna do the stuff that's like uncomfortable. You just kind of wanna do the easiest, route and take shortcuts, which a lot of people do. And I've been guilty of as well. So make sure you're keeping track of your weight. You're challenging yourself. You're pushing yourself to a great RIR where there's not many reps left in the tank and you're actually challenging yourself and you'll see great change for sure. And number seven, I guess the big one I really want to add on here on top of what Kyle said 
is just doing the things you like doing, doing the easy movements. So it's fun benching. It's really awesome. Squatting is freaking hard. Deadlifting is hard. Lunges suck. Split squats suck. But oftentimes in the movements we really despise doing, that is where you can see the most growth. And then I guess the bonus there on top of this too, this is going to be my general final little tips here, is really not neglecting what you know you need to do. What's really going to move the needle. We've recently spoken on Mailbox Monday about inverting your challenges. And we use the example of like, if I want to be someone who sees no results in the gym, what would I do? And if I were to say that to someone, I would pretty much say all of these tips, doing the easy things. And I'd say fixating only on training, completely neglecting nutrition, having no plan, having no goals. So it's really important you look at this from a high level as well. And you really use these small results on the inside scale. And on top of that, just constantly showing up, continuing to be there. Even if you are making a lot of mistakes, you should naturally be improving as you have this kind of desire and effort to learn more, to improve, to advance, to push forward. And as long as you're doing that, you will for sure see results and you should pat yourself on the back for being in there. And that's why me and Kyle never judge someone for being in the gym because getting in there is the first big step. And like, it's just always about learning how to do it better, do it more intelligently and to see more results. And as Kyle said, if you're looking to get real results, we'll work one-on-one -on -one for you, make a custom routine, create your macros for you, adjust those weekly, unlimited tech support. And just once again, you're going to have us for anything you need, unlimited form checks. We're here to give you every mechanism to see success. So go ahead and DM us on Instagram, the keyword real results to our Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in today.